Get in here. Get in here on time. I'm here. I just hate when you guys get together and you guys gossip without me because I like to be part of stuff. I was doing Becker's podcast, Becker and the boys. And you're the boys because you're technically two people. <laughs> he has different boys on. Yeah, right. <laughs> who, are, who are Becker's boys? Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello. <sighs> yeah, not Raphael because he's mostly Raphael. No, you're you're scared of Raphael because he has all that raw sexuality. Raphael, oh, he, you want to grab that wanna, quick? <laughs> yeah, he had a Raphael been, ready to go. I've been reading it. I've wanted that book since I was like eight. Just got it a little while ago. You like that Raphael has a side because you have three holes and you think that he can fill you all at once with yeah, his dude. cool little forks. He's the turtle that gets you airtight. Oh, Becker. <laughs> Becker, right away. <laughs> airtight turtle. Yeah. Well, that's what everyone forgets. Like, Michelangelo was a party dude. Uh, you know, uh, Leonardo was the leader. And then Raph was a violent sex criminal. <laughs> That's why April O'Neil didn't come back for Turtles 2. Yeah. Yeah, because Raph kept <laughs> holding her down and being like, I want some toppings on your pizza. <laughs> Poor Judith Hogue. Yeah. <laughs> Did, Jesus knows her name. Uh, why? What Have you been up for the last few hours? Because you make it sound like I'm such a piece of shit, I can't record at 11. So what have you done with your day, right? Already eyes? today? Yeah. Do you really want me to say? Because you're going to be so envious and feel like a real lump. Yeah, I'll bet. Because let me do? guess, you... 20, uh, 20 sit-ups? Yeah, I woke up, I walked the dog, I responded to emails, I did my lunges and my squats, and now here I am, talking to uh, a shadow of my former, former self, and Becker. <laughs> I got up early, too, because I went to bed early. I only have to sleep in when I bartend because I get home late. Yeah, because you get tired from squeezing out all the rags at 3.30 and drinking the leftovers. Squeeze out the oranges and the lemons for my vitamins. Yeah, so you can ward off scurvy. You, One of you guys is going to wind up with scurvy. One of you fucking Trinidad roughnecks down there is going to get the pirate disease. No... Yeah, because you guys live in a food desert and an actual desert, and you're just eating cactuses and lizards all the time. We're signed up for a Misfits market, so now we get fresh fruit and veg delivered to our door. Oh, cool. You can pay a premium for the shit they were going to throw away. Nice. Oh, premium? Yeah, it it's is. It's a deal. Also, our Safeway often has rotting fruit and vegetables. Yeah. They, just, they just leave it out. <laughs> like Somebody will eat it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And that's when Gummo, King of the Hobos, comes through and he's like, all right, I can make up a pot of shine with this. <laughs> yeah, this is practically Prudo already. They're Doesn't giving away the ketchup it. packets. I can just add this in there and we got ourselves a little hoedown coming up in a few. Yeah, I got up early. I had my coffee. Now I'm having a diet, Dr. P. Jesus. Dr. P before fucking noon. You got a problem. No. Yeah, dude, you really love Dr. Pepper. I'm glad it's diet now, though. Well, yeah, I thought about getting the real thing, and I was like, I was already getting a bunch of candy and shit and a pie. Strength. And Megan, <laughs> Megan pointed out you're getting, that you're getting uh, the OTC Dr. Pepper. You want the stuff that they keep under the counter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pay a premium. Yeah, and you can write uh, you a script. Uh, <laughs> Megan pointed out that I was like the 
the person at McDonald's getting a bunch of garbage and then ordering a Diet Coke by going to the dollar store and getting candy and uh, Wise's chips and then Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get my sugar from my solids, not my liquids. Yeah, that's good. That, that's that's what killed Louis Anderson. <laughs> Too much liquid sugar. <laughs> I need I'm another. Dying. Can I have another balls guarana? Remember <laughs> balls that? guarana? Oh, it was a drink. Yeah, yeah. Lund, you weren't in the gaming uh, culture that me and Becker grew up in, but man, Valhalla's on like a hundred and fortieth. We'd go up there and play Magic the Gathering, and it just reeked <laughs> like, you know, unwashed butt. Uh, you know, there wasn't a name for it, but in seldom, and then just balls guarana from wall to wall. Virginity, yeah. And I'd roll in there with me, Clay DeHaan, who was like six foot seven, 104 pounds. Uh, Ryan Jansikok, who you guys are familiar with Jansikok, but he looks like Bill Clinton's head. You know, he's talking in code and wondering if he can reprogram the cameras to be a robot that works for him. Uh, whenever a cash register dings, he's like, Oh, I like that octave. That's good. Like improvements on my own schematics. Makes the soundscape out of it. This kid, Brad, who like uh was allergic to smoke, and we would blast cigarettes in my car and he would throw up like after a 10-minute car ride. We'd lock the windows until he puked. <laughs> yeah. And then to top it all off, my boy Callan Culkin, who wore like a Jesus is a cunt shirt and a fucking <laughs> trench coat in Colorado after Columbine. So he's rolling in there with his stringy hair, wearing fingerless gloves. <laughs> it's like, this is the squad. We're here to game. <laughs> game the system. <laughs> yeah. We're here to change things. <laughs> oh, we needed to be changed, man. God, magic really showed me a lot of fucking crazy freaks. We went to one place in Vegas uh, uh, after high school, I think. I was probably visiting from college. There was like a late late night gaming place where you could play Counter-Strike with like 15 other rude dudes with attitude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I know a little bit about it. I was, yeah, yeah. I was friends with some, uh, some real computer nerds. They could build their own shit and... Yeah, I mean, you at know. least Counter-Strike guys had some tactical training, you know? Yeah. Like, Magic the Gathering players, <laughs> they, they're not ready for the walls to fall. You know, Which they don't have any skills for the collapse of society. They don't know left from right. <laughs> One time, Clay was playing. We, we were like 13 years old, and Clay was playing this guy who had a mullet that hung all the way down to his butt, and he was full denim, just like denim hat, denim shirt, denim shorts, denim shoes, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. Never saw his feet, but uh, he was a 42-year-old man who'd never seen a breast IRL. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clay's in there, able to slam dunk 360, even though he's pubeless. Um, <laughs> just like full skeleton body. Six, <laughs> seven at 13? Oh, he was huge, dude. Whoa. Clay was a massive, lanky uh, bone ghoul. And Clay beat the guy, and the guy said, hmm well played, fellow mage. And like, I fell off my chair. Uh, Callan was doing the worm. Jansakok came in on a zip line and was like, oh, yeah. It was, it was the talk of Collector Mania in Parker, Colorado for weeks to come. <laughs> Did you all say that? Oh, for a year. We still say it, dude. My group chat yeah. with Brad and Jansakok will still like, they'll make some point about like, you know, uh, the Austrian school of economics that I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about because they're both geniuses. And I'll be like, well played, fellow mage. And then an alarm goes <laughs> off in Callan's house, even though he's not in the group chat. 
<laughs> he slides down the fire pole. He's ready to go. <laughs> he slides down the fire pole right into his boots, and he's just outside. <laughs> yeah, it just walks uh, in. The boys. Walks into the house, gets yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> Stop using what. the fire pole. <laughs> it's for emergencies. <laughs> Why do so, we have it installed, Mary? So yesterday, <laughs> you... Uh, supposedly hung out with some doctors, but all I saw was some pictures of you holding a baby. Yeah, well, they let me in the OB operating room. So I was, uh, <laughs> Get they had some Hondurans come in, and the babies just slide out of the South Americans. So I was just in there fucking, you know. It yes, was like, uh, it was like, you know, when they have the all-star game in baseball and they have the kids in the outfield catching dingers during the... Uh, yeah, pop flies. <laughs> yeah, during the... Uh, what is that called? The home run derby? That was me just fucking catching Guatemalan babies left and right yesterday. Like I caught Almost one, I gave it to a hot Central chick America. behind me. She didn't see that I switched <laughs> it out for an El Salvadorian. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. You they they said that they had a guest spot, uh, doula wise, and you were like, ooh, if I get down there early, I can hit the vending machine and then I'll be the first name on the list. I'll be the only one with uh credits and then you'll get in there and sure enough god what is what a weird I, does it make sense to have these guest spot these alleged guest spots left and right like hey we're gonna have 14 people in the crowd but if i offer a guest spot then i'll get the worst eight comics in town <laughs> to come hang out and then i can throw <laughs> one of them a bone yeah <laughs> You just have a full fucking menagerie of chodes on the in the back <laughs> talking about why they're not booked. <laughs> it is always the worst comics. It's like, hey, are you never booked? Of course. Do you want to come down to this uh, show at a brewery somewhere in Thornton? Uh, yeah, I'll be there. Can I get a ride? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure maybe there's some or maybe it makes more sense with new york shows i don't know I've, i figured that it was something that was being like stolen or aped by smaller scenes but i don't know if it makes sense in a bigger scene either well in a bigger Just scene book your the, whole, show. the whole yeah promote your show the trick to a, a show in like new york unless it's like has good comics on it is just making sure that you take the photo of the crowd from the exact same angle you know, this whole creative photography phenomenon that's so prevalent in bad comedy. Oh, uh, to make it look as full as possible? What yeah, it's like, about? whoa, we had another fucking uh, banging night here at uh, the Applebee's off of 125th in <laughs> Cherokee. Uh, Johnny the Weasel opened up strong. And then Catherine, El Comedian, came up and she brought the heat. And then, you know, oh, in our feature, let's not forget Cowboy Rick. He told the truth. And then Crawford yeah. brought the house down. <laughs> <laughs> Lavelle Crawford stopped by. <laughs> yeah, and it's like Tiffany Haddish did a guest spot. <laughs> and there's an asterisk. Like, she did not do a guest spot. Tiffany Haddish impersonator. <laughs> yeah, which was just Crawford in a wig. <laughs> it's like he did two sets. <laughs> the double dip. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, Becker, we never talked about that guy who uh, came into the mutiny. Remember Phoenix? Your, yeah, your best friend Phoenix. 
Yeah, my best my best friend. Yeah, who's the teacher, like where a goat is the mayor somewhere in Southern Colorado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it was yeah, very well, nice of Superintendent Burrow to hire me. We but, talked about him. You blew up his spot. You said where he was from and what he did and his first and last name. You doxed oh, him. On the pod? Yeah, you when you were blackout. Oh, during that great episode everyone oh, loved that you're yeah, mad about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, never yeah. mind. Yeah, dump it. Phoenix? <laughs> uh, TX. So it is curious be- because uh, I was so annoyed that you off- you're you just offering guest spots left and right. You're like, we have a we have a drop-in spot available. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. It was supposed to be me and you hanging Evan out. Evan Johnson showed up. Yeah, we had comics at the wazoo. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's funny that you offer a spot to this random person. And he doesn't show up. It was like God was real for a moment. <laughs> just had to deal with Peicher, who did great. Yeah, Peicher did good. But yeah, um, this other guy, you're, I can't believe you're like, come on down. Hey, we're having <laughs> we're having an open mic before the show to make sure that people get as much bad comedy as possible before the good comedy. Well, first of all, I didn't know you moved to a town with a population of 15 to be a gatekeeper. So my bad. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to maintain the fucking purity of not quite Raton comedy. <laughs> yeah, why would I want to have a good show? We had a good show. And guess what? If a fucking weirdo no, came and played a djembe you. drum doing parodies of Weird Al songs, it would have been awesome. So- you just wanted something to riff off of. Yeah, doing jokes. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, let's see. We had Jembe. Jembe, Jembe. You just, you just knew that you'd be able to get a lot of mileage out of his ass. Yeah, dude. For so. sure. I mean, I blew my wad playing drums during the intro to the show. Yeah. <laughs> the whole I was just going to play drums. I was going to be my closer. I was going to do 15 on the drums. Couldn't do it because <laughs> I had to save you when you were floundering up front. No symbols. Yeah, I don't use symbols. I, I do good art. I don't need my shit explained to people. <laughs> I hate symbols in art. You know that. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about him. Let's talk about these doctors and babies. Well, tiny nips there? did little. Oh, yeah. Little nips. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tiny nips was there, dude. Yeah. Miles was holding it down. He was drinking a 40 while his daughter was in his other hand. Pretty oh, sick. That was his- <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She was pregnant on the boat during Emily's uh, birthday. Yeah, that's where we kept telling her to lay off the gnaws. We were like, you've had enough balloons. There's a baby inside of you. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to name it Julia. <laughs> going straight off the tank. Can you dox a baby? <laughs> yeah, where's that baby live? <laughs> right, the baby's name is Juliana, and I sing, Juliana, do you wanna pet an iguana? And they're like, my God. <laughs> You're the baby whisperer. <laughs> Excellent baby work. But yeah, it was me. It was Tiny Nips Miles, who is probably my favorite person in Fort Collins, you know, including my wife. Um, <laughs> his wife, who just plopped out a little wad. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Wad Uterus, DDS. <laughs> and then uh, this, other, this other doctor, uh, well, let's call him Josh, because that's his name. <laughs> and then his wife, uh, Suzanne, who fucking rules. Suzanne's one of the funniest people. She loves come town. She's just like very acerbic. Uh, yeah. And she's like talking. <laughs> she's doing like a racist voice while holding her beautiful son. It was very great. Um, yeah. We hung Jesus. out, dude. 
I drank a bottle of wine. I'm a bit hungover. Emmy uh, didn't really show her ass, but I kept being like, Emmy, show him the good one. <laughs> These ladies think they got big fatties because they're prego. Show them what real meat looks like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> These bitches are juicing on that lactate. <laughs> hey, let Emmy get a let, let her get a fucking chance on that pump. She'll she'll set a record. <laughs> Yeah, we hung out and we played a game called Code Names, which was fun, and uh, we watched the Olympics. Oh. I blew off like five shows in Denver to be at a dinner party with babies. Blew off? What do you mean? Well, I could have <laughs> gone and done five sets. <laughs> yeah, you didn't take a night off. Took a night off to hang out with babies, and it's cool because the babies are like two weeks apart, so it's like, will they or won't they, you know? Yeah. It's like there's just this like fucking sexual tension in the room. They're both laying on the ground, you know, looking over at each other. She's crying. She's begging for it. It's like, what are we doing? Uh, is it true? Somebody on Twitter said that there were ice skaters that wore Joker and Harley Quinn outfits. Is that real? I don't know, dude. I didn't. I'm you were watching impressed. the Olympics last night. Yeah, and there was ice skating, but it was the singles competition, which totally honks compared to the fucking couples competition. That couples competition is crazy. It's just like, let's spin a bitch for 40 minutes on ice. <laughs> the dizziest women of all time. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they're like muscular. They're hot. There's just like, oh, God, it's just this fucking ice. I'm surprised the ice doesn't melt because of all the, you know, hot ejaculate coming out of the guy's tights. Snail trails. Snail trails. A lot of snail trails. You need a Zamboni out there after each performance. Yeah, the Olympics are cool, and I I say let's go. Okay. It it was a German couple, and I guess, like, he has a fake tattoo on his chest, and her shirt says Harley Quinn. Oh. But they're not good costumes. Okay. What's a fake tattoo? He has henna? No, it's like a big, like, giant joker head <laughs> and, he, and he's got his shirt unbuttoned down like this down to like his titties with the tattoo exposed and then he's he wearing Fletcher a purple or? jacket no that's what i mean he's not oh it's, a, it's jared it's leto not a, it's not a specific <laughs> one uh, all right it's an amalgam of all the jokers i thought i thought that this uh person on twitter was bullshitting and then she mentioned like a, a skater in uh like a jesus costume and then that was real so it was a a real outfit he had like a crown of thorns on his collar it was pretty wild he's probably going to get crucified he's probably going to get fucking assassinated much like jesus allegedly i'm sure that they fucking outlawed it in china because they're godless yeah yeah they're like you can't represent the white jesus out here you know um it is crazy that it's in China. Dude, America biffed it so hard in snowboarding yesterday. The American gals, ugh, felt bad for them. Total biff. Yeah, they were like three-time gold medalists. And this lady's like, oh, and she's going up the ramp. And my God, her pants fell off. We've never <laughs> seen this before. <laughs> oh, no. She uh, landed completely off the track. She's on the slalom course getting paddled by all the slaloms. Oh, no. Her cheeks are red. <laughs> It was very bad. She just kept biffing it on very simple shit. And we were like, come on, you got this. Oh, boy, maybe not. Yeah, it's your whole steez. And all of a sudden, you suck. What's my steez? 
No, this person's snowboarding. It's their whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it defines them. They've devoted their life to it. Not everybody's Kurt Angle. No, not everyone's Kurt Angle, dude. You're right about that. Not everyone's walking with a walker through the Pittsburgh airport. The snowboarder's got a broken neck. <laughs> just yeah. out there flopping. Uh-huh. Just white-knuckling another day through opiate withdrawal. <laughs> Kurt Angle was so fucked up on pills, dude. He was eating like 60 oxys a day and getting in the ring. He was Damn. doing perks, too. Perks? Yeah, those are the perks of the job. He, uh... Yeah, that's why he went to TNA. Hey, Becker, quit drooling. WWF was like, uh, you're pilled up. You have to go to rehab. And he was like, no, I'll just go to TNA. Yeah. <laughs> let me do whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah, right. Watch this. Hey, Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> let me put you through a table. Suck it. <laughs> Tie me off first. <laughs> it must be fun to be an Olympian and be like, I'm the best at this one thing, holding another man down, putting him on his back. And now in my golden age, from the, you know, golden age for a wrestler, 38 years old, <laughs> I'm just going to like uh, disappear into a fucking warm, luscious cloud of opiates. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do after my next book comes out. I'll take a little three week sabbatical over there in Pillville. <laughs> Pillsburg. Becker, that's how I'll reward you for your hard work. <laughs> Just let let me go on a bender with you? I mean, it's not a bender when you're on pills. It's two guys laying on a bearskin rug wondering if they already ate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm inviting you to. I'm inviting you to a cabin in Longmont. And by cabin, I mean a red roof in. <laughs> It'll be you, me, and a guy named Hedgy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in. Dude, it sounds like fun. It does. God, the sweet embrace of opiates. I mean, I've dabbled. I've had a little taste here and there. Fuck. It doesn't get better. I wish it was legal. I mean, it kind of is legal if you're if you have some money. Your back hurts. You yeah. got a cool doctor. <laughs> Sunglasses doctor. Yeah. If you got uh the doctors I hang out with. No. Yeah, get a get get a couple scripts from these bitches. I've got their scripts. They're not good. I've done some rewrites on them. (laughs) The pitches these doctors have, they're like, what if a doctor was also a professional wakeboarder? (laughs) What if a doctor's nipples were so small? (laughs) Oh, wait, he's not a doctor. (laughs) No, he's Dr. Feelgood. He's just me. You can't feel anything with those nips. Yeah. Yeah, like a scorpion could bite his nipple. He wouldn't know. (laughs) speaking of scorpions biting nipples boys have you seen jackass four no why what are you doing i don't want to go to a movie theater it should be fucking streaming it should have come out in october fuck you sound like a million year old bitch go to the movies (laughs) i don't want to why because it's fucking bad right now everybody's sick oh yeah you guys are afraid of covid yes yeah god we're taking this off spotify (laughs) uh yeah scarlett johansson fucked the whole world over why she sued disney for not getting her bonus off of black widow and that made it to where like no studios really want to do digital releases anymore Um, she set a precedent she won the case so now everybody's gonna have to do these weird payouts if they have any kind of agreement with their stars for bonuses or back end points Dude, box office performance so yeah that greedy bitch 
Uh, no, <laughs> you side with the studio. You side with no. <laughs> I, I, Scar- Scarlett Johansson seems like a nice enough lady, but she's truly a piece of work as far as what she does with her contracts. Like what, she, she wants to get paid, paid for her work. No, but like uh, when you're doing like a big production that costs like you know a hundred million dollars, like Avengers: Age of Ultron, there's clauses in there saying like you won't go snow skiing, you won't go on any uh, skydiving trips, and that yeah, you won't no get fan boat adventures, and that you won't get pregnant. No solving mysteries. And, she, and and her and her husband back then got pregnant on purpose, and she you won't delayed, play Chubby Bunny on a Japanese game show. She delayed a hundred million dollar production by eight nine months. That was already underway so they had to pay you mm-hmm. guys twice she cost them more than the bonus she just took them to court for and they just let it slide she was like by all rights ready to be fired because she breached her contract and fucked over everyone involved in the marvel movies damn dude and, and it, black widow was so good too it's like she almost robbed us of that beautiful piece of filmmaking <laughs> <laughs> no way scarlet how dare you have a child and honor the universe that lives inside of you well, no, a bunch of guys who look like becker fucking signing petitions <laughs> it wasn't during that one it was during the avengers she messed up like downey jr's schedule she met she screwed a lot of people out of a shitload of money yeah robert downey jr's never been inconvenient no, he has been, but then he got it together and had this person being inconvenient. He's a Becker, good boy I'm just, now. You, I'm just saying to go after Becker. your boss that gave you a slap on the wrist for costing him hundreds of fucking millions of dollars and then to be like, I didn't get my extra $12 million on this movie. You already paid me forty four is ridiculous. Becker, off the soapbox. All right, this <laughs> yeah, isn't broadcast. Save it for broadcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's, the, here's, the, here's the squad, Becker. Me, you, Robert Downey Jr. Yes. <laughs> Kurt Angle. Oh. Courtney Love. <laughs> All right. We go down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> we rent a swamp front bungalow. I'm in. Dude, All Robert right. Downey Jr. sounds like the most fun person to do heroin with, and I've never considered it before. Oh, yeah. He'd be great. He'd be so like, he'd have such that wry wit. He'd be like, you call that a needle? Look at this. It's his penis. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Mehoff. What is he? A Cambodian baseball player? Get over here. <laughs> brother, hang out with his brother Jack. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's a bitch? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Skojo can go go back to <laughs> South Afro. <laughs> Or is that Charlize Theron? That's yeah. Theron. Theron's there. She's giving everyone hand jobs. She because he has one rule: no mouth stuff. We're <laughs> <laughs> just blasted on on bad China White, just doing the brown, <laughs> just fucking balls of crumpled up tinfoil everywhere. The lights are off. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of upside was... down American flags hanging in the windows, so no light can <laughs> penetrate the bungalow. <laughs> I thought it was pills. Now you're shooting up, huh? Well, yeah, if RDJ is going to relapse with us, we can't give him any of the little babies. <laughs> yeah, we got to go full hog. Yeah, dude. Um, Lund's there. He's on all fours. <laughs> uh, Chewing gum. Yeah, Wee Man. He's riding him around, bringing, bringing us fresh spoons. <laughs> Lund's our horse horse. All right. <laughs> Horse mule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Jay's uh, putting cigs out on his rump. <laughs> It'd be great. How do they? How do they continue to do jackass? Is it? 
it's the it's the prank within a prank. It's the un, unsuspecting uh, stunts. What do you I, think? I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers, but Danger Aaron really earns his fucking money in this movie. Yeah, him and uh, him and Dave England don't get talked about. Well, they've been getting talked about with this one, but they I think they usually did the crazier shit and then just were overshadowed by Johnny and Steve-O and Bam. Well, I mean, Johnny Knoxville is beautiful. Steve-O has the uh, manic trickster energy that was so enchanting for, a, you know, a post 9-11 America. Um <laughs> Uh, Chris Pontius, you know, he's like the bad boy who you wouldn't mind if he cucked you. Uh, Preston Lacey, you know, huge, huge, fat, gross. <laughs> no one cared. Wee Man has a boner in this movie. There's a lot more like upfront nudity in this film. Uh, that's good. But yeah, meanwhile, in the background, Dave England, who looks like he fell asleep on a raft and went out to sea for a couple years, like he is <laughs> haggard. <laughs> Doesn't look good. He's toothless, drowning in pig semen. Um, they have a whole new crew, though. They have all these yeah. like new kids who are in there. Yeah, yeah. So they, the new kids do a lot of like the actual physical shit, whereas uh, you know the, the old the old hands do a lot more of the psychological stuff, the cerebral. Yeah, <laughs> they have to <laughs> press this button, and a hundred people will die. Yes, <laughs> they're like uh uh. Uh, what's the, what's the upside of it? Well, they could be bad people or they could be all doctors. What'd you just itch? You made a face like you were itching something deep and then you looked at your fingers. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Becker. <laughs> I didn't look at my fingers. I, I was actually my... scratching my balls. So I missed it. <laughs> I, I itched my back. Days. I had a back itch. Yeah. I just, I, uh, it, it's the best movie that's ever come out. Nice. It's no Black Widow, Becker, but, you know, you might like it. <laughs> Black Widow sucked. I just don't like her because she pulled this move that made it much more dangerous to get entertainment for the fucking pandemic. And I think it was a shitty, childish thing she did. Well, I've never disagreed with you more. Becker thinks it's childish to have a baby. He's like, there's 10-year-olds no, out there getting knocked up. <laughs> the, the suing the studio for a bonus to shut down home uh, releases yeah that just that just seemed like a very putting yourself before all of the fucking country kind of move uh yeah. i don't know as a guy who likes to get paid as a guy who's <laughs> tuned up a couple of bookers down in alabama uh i stand with her she got paid she just didn't get a bonus because there was no bonus to be had because there weren't tickets sold lund uh it seems like a thing where you would may be mad at the athlete instead of the owner and so i think i have to go with scarjo except if she wasn't supposed to get pregnant and then she did it's like uh you said you weren't gonna yeah but to be fair when you're having anonymous sex with that many people like you're probably gonna get prego yeah it's like these doctors i was <laughs> hanging out with last night like they don't know if they're husbands are actually <laughs> the daddies unless you know, uh, unless the, you, know you know your kid is uh miles's yeah. product if there's no nipples yeah <laughs> the nipples don't show up until way later hanging out with pregnant women's crazy because it'll just be like i need more pepperoni on my omelet and it's like all right well i'll be right back 
It's like I have a glass of wine and then like pour one for Miles and she's like, oh, having a glass of wine, are you, Miles? Just like pumping all four of her tits at once. <laughs> Were they, did, did everybody go to your house? No, no. We went over to a undisclosed location in the Nevada desert. Eli? Eli. We went to Eli, Nevada. I just got Eli. back. I drove all throughout the night. Why does that not sound right? Ely. Hmm. Corey Ely? No. It sounded wrong, but that's what it is. Ely. Yeah, no. So the babies were cool. Um, we, you know, we put them in little costumes, made them do cool TikTok dances. <laughs> um, we let Gordy loose in there because he's toothless. So he was just like biting them, but he couldn't do any damage. <laughs> Gordy's just gumming on a bunch of four four month old noses. Just arr, arr, like, oh. <laughs> he likes it. We played a game uh, called Who's Is Bigger, Gordy's Penis or the Three Month Old Griffith. The answer might surprise you. <laughs> Gordy's yeah, Gordy lost control of his uh, his dick vein, so it's just dragging all over the ground now. What? Hold on, my cool guy alarm's going off. <laughs> time to take a perk yeah <laughs> cool guy <alert. laughs> time, to, time to get zonked <laughs> if i could dude i mean I, I have so much work i have to do but i would love to just disappear into the 75 xanax bars that someone gave me from mexico yeah you're the, these supposed emails you have to respond to no no not emails i'm writing i'm crafting a new novel oh I'm so right there work, at 60,000 Work in quotation marks. Fake work. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a Yaoman farmer out there tilling the fields. I, I, work have, to the... Suck, I have to suck my own dick for <laughs> four hours a day. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I wish it was four hours, dude. What does Yaoman mean? There's a Chevy named that. and I've always wondered. None of the adults in my life have ever told me. Yaoman is a workman-like... Uh, a farmer uh almost like a surf or a vassal okay so it's a man who works the fields he doesn't cool y-e-o-m-a-n none of yep. that was true that's how it's spelled it was a chevy wagon in the 50s yeah so it was like hey are you working hard for old man tillersley are you a sharecropper down there bama way if so chevy's got a new automobile for you the chevy yeah. yeoman it runs on tobacco spit and jugs with three X's on them. <laughs> Are you mad at your black neighbors because you have the exact same plots of land? If so, Chevy has you. The Yeoman. I think it's Yeoman. Yeah, it could be Yeoman depending on if you're stupid or smart. <laughs> it is Yeoman. Yeah, right. I've only sure. read the word because I'm smart. Because you read. Yeah. I'm out That's there talking I'm out there talking to people and more importantly, listening. <laughs> I got to listen to Wally all day. Oh yeah. What's the latest? Oh, he's just out there hanging posters for the big comedy festival. <laughs> hanging pud. <laughs> yeah, hanging, hanging posters, brain. pulling pud. Yeah, yeah. Hanging brain. <laughs> hanging on the rim, dunking on, dunking on courts. Yeah. He's going from a uh, dispensary dispensary in Trinidad. And he's like, Mind if I hang up a flyer? And they're like, of course. And then he takes out his balls and he dips them in glue and rubs it all over the window. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be fun? And if it wasn't so toxic and dangerous, hot tub full of rubber cement. 
Yeah, we'd be high as fuck. We'd be high. We'd be sticky. We'd be loose. <laughs> Ultimate relaxation. Hot rubber cement. <laughs> okay, you wouldn't. You wouldn't like actually get stuck in there forever because it's of the temperature. Because it's so hot that it's uh, not able to solidify. My body burns bright like a dying star. I don't think that I could get solidified <laughs> in any kind of adhesive. <laughs> even if it was room temp, even if it was in the snow, I'd still be like, I'm liquid. Over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, should we? We should shout out uh, Joey Ficken. Oh, yeah. Who passed away. Damn. He was a real one. He was a he was a cool guy. Yep. We don't know what happened. I'm assuming uh couldn't lift his head up and smothered himself with his own pillow. Yeah, I'm assuming uh I'm assuming got too high, passed out in bowl of chili. It does suck. He's younger than both of us. He looks I don't know old. that. Well, everyone's younger than you, but is he younger than me? Pretty sure. Maybe you guys were the same age. I feel like it was one of those situations when we first met him, we were like, man, this 44-year-old's cool. Yeah, yeah, he has Brent Gill syndrome. He yeah, he's he looked does. 40 forever. Mm-hmm. He went bald early, never really let, was able to get, let go of it. I feel bad because uh, he, he was a good guy and he uh, was on dialysis. Oh, did you ask Emily how long you can be on dialysis? Because it hadn't been that long. If you're on dialysis, you're on it until you die or you get a new kidney. Yeah. Yeah. Like dialysis is, uh, it's either that or you go into like palliative care. You know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping that it was the kidney situation that did him in. Yeah. Well, as opposed to like the other opera, you know, the other option, which is savaged by crows. (laughs) But yeah, he was cool. And, uh, sucks that he's, uh, that he's gone uh good comic well let's not Um, go crazy he was he was funny (laughs) it is funny when people will kind of make it sound like he was next in line to blow up yeah (laughs) people people say funny things in tribute and like i haven't posted anything because reading other posts i'm like well i don't want to join this fucking team you know, just like people were like, oh, what man, team is it team t- remembering a friend? No, there's a <laughs> there's a difference or there's a fine line <laughs> team team speaking fondly of a dead guy. <laughs> yeah, no, you that. know what I mean, you idiot. There's people, there's people that probably shouldn't have posted anything, but they did. Who, Bukley? No, just any just any random comic who like I've seen several people say they didn't really know him that well. It's yeah. like, well then why are you fucking posting anything? And I didn't know him that well. We talked a few a few months ago online. Uh we talked a few months before that, whatever, you know. So it's just weird. Just feels weird. Well, I did know him very well and spent a lot of time with him. There was that period in my life where I was performing in Ames, Iowa and Springfield, Missouri like four times a year. Yeah, you kept you kept really exhausting the well. Oh yeah, why do you think I got so good at riffing? Because I kept going back to the same small markets three times a year and had to bring a new hour. I was like fucking Brian Regan in the sticks. <laughs> so you did I spent every... a lot of time with Joey and David Melendez and Mark Moore. 
and we had a lot of fun there in Ames. Joey's apartment was the most disgusting apartment I've ever been inside of. <laughs> you and me had to stay there one time. We slept on the floor, which was like, I don't know. It should have been studied by scientists for new active <laughs> strains. Yeah, we had to get super drunk so that we could pass out. And we did get super drunk because we were drinking uh, bush lights and we were pouring over-the-counter cough syrup into them. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You said that on the phone. I don't remember that part. <laughs> yeah, because you were fucked up. I remember we went uh, to a CVS <laughs> in Iowa. We bought some beer and I was like, hey, you guys want to really get loose? And Joey was like, oh, Bagoba. So <laughs> that's pretty much how he talked. He's, like, He's already blackout. <laughs> R.I.P. Of course, but yeah, we went back to his house. And, <laughs> respect. Yeah, respect. Anyway, this gross wad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, this sweaty egg-shaped man, uh, whose penis I saw all the time, which was fun. Well, you gave him five dollars. What do you expect? Yeah, I expect him to honor his promise. <laughs> he is a sex um, worker. Yeah. No, but we went back to his apartment. We watched a bunch of like 80s YouTube clips and it was like, dude, this sucks, but we don't have enough money for a hotel room. Oh, yeah, no way. Yeah, so I guess we're sleeping here and we slept on that weird L-shaped couch that was wet and warm. It was really, it was the worst place I've ever stayed on the road. Yeah. And I stayed at Whitney Cummings' house once. (laughs) Uh, Thinking about that place reminds me of a couple of years ago, I did some shows in the South with Derek Stroop and Ben Bryant, and we stayed with some comics in Nashville and it, the place was fine, but they didn't have toilet paper. And this was a week after they agreed to house us. Like they knew three comics were going to stay with them for a few days and they yeah, didn't they know get, you were coming too. they didn't get know? toilet paper. They didn't know me from Adam. And so. We show up and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't have any toilet paper. We got some coffee filters. Oh. <laughs> I had to wipe my ass with coffee filters for like a day. And then I was like, how about we go get toilet paper for these young impresarios? I can't believe you made it a day on coffee filter status. If someone told me they didn't have toilet paper, I'd be like, okay, I'll be right back. And I'd go rob a bank. Yeah. And get some TP. I don't, yeah, I don't remember why we didn't... Uh, take care of the problem especially because we were staying with them it's like let's bring a housewarming present of you know basic <laughs> toiletries i don't because yeah, you weren't warming the house enough in there breathing up all the air <laughs> so yeah we it was a throwback for sure because i thought i thought that was behind me those days of like living with you wiping my ass with a magazine <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, well, it started as a mad magazine, but when I got done with it, it was a cracked, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, no, dude, yeah. So Ficken's house was the worst, and we shouldn't have had to stay there. It was like we were being punished for past uh, misdeeds. But we, we drank a bunch of fucking cough syrup in our beers and got loaded and watched a bunch of old 80s wrestling. Um, there, I, One time, Joey got all fucked up, and he passed out sitting up, and we ate a bunch of pizza off of his bald head. That was fun. <laughs> And then Joey like woke up and he was pissed. And we were like, first of all, put your dick away. Second of all, (laughs) in your blackout state, you would wake up and say, I'm a pizza plate and point into your head. So you loved it. You know, (laughs) this is my pizza plate. Um, So, yeah, one time Joey knew that I fucking hated the CC's taco pizza. You know that one? CC's, right? Casey's. Casey's. Yeah. Casey's taco pizza is just like, it tastes like dog food to me and I'm a big pig and I oink with the nuts, you know, like not too good for shitty gas station pie. 
But for some reason, that taco pie reminds me, maybe I got fingered while I was eating it once. I don't know. <laughs> it just brings back bad memories, like a ball pit. And um, he like showed up at the airport to pick me up, and he was like, I got you your favorite pizza. And I was like, sick, Casey's breakfast pizza? I can't wait to eat this. And he opens the box. <laughs> and it's that fucking taco pie. And I'm like, dude, I mean, thank you, but I hate this. And he says, I know. And then he was like, just ate the whole pizza. <laughs> like, it was an excuse for him to be able to eat a whole fucking Casey's pizza. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know you don't like it. And then just like, you know, drove with his knees as he was double fist and slices. <laughs> I like uh, the taco pizza because he got fresh ones during that festival. And I that's what I had of it, as opposed to like one that a piece that's been sitting there for eight hours on the side of uh, the highway. Yeah, but a congealed, it. a congealed Casey's breakfast pizza is a treat. You know, it's like opening up a bottle of wine to let it decant, you know. <laughs> um, so that, that anyway, me and Casey, we had a, we had a lot of fun. Uh, Joey and I. I remember when Ron White came and like Josh, Josh was opening Blue. for Ron in yeah. Ames, and we were out there doing that festival that no one came to. Um, and because <laughs> you know Joey was booking it and promoting it, and uh, I like mooned everyone for my set and slapped my ass. Remember that? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that was like that was my whole set. We were fucking wasted, and I was just slapping my ass and saying, "Do you like it? It looks like me. It looks like me." Like slapping my ass to the four people there, and then slowly the entire room starts filling up because everyone heard that Ron White was coming over. So I think when Ron White walked in, I was on stage slapping my ass and saying, <laughs> "Look, I'm Joey. I'm Joey," or whatever. I was doing. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Really, your. You and and us knowing Josh got Josh and Ron there. They neither of them performed, but they hung out. No, Ron right? did a set. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, that did get some uh some some interest in this. God, it was the Blames Whiskey Comedy Festival, but there was not a whiskey sponsor. Yeah. It was just a <laughs> play on aims and then uh an admission of of alcoholism <laughs> well that was the genius of joey ficken you know on paper uh a lot of the stuff he did didn't make sense but you know when he when he really peeked behind the curtain the wizard was there you know it was him and melendez just like well we have this little fiefdom let's uh bring some friends in and uh have a bad fest but <laughs> That was also that festival yeah. where me and Kronberg went to the strip club down the street from the pinball show. And it was the day and we got in there and we were like, oh, there's no one's dancing. And the lady behind the bar was like, hold on, what do you have? And we were like, all right, we'll have a drink. And then she like poured our drinks, then went on stage and just danced to Barbie Girl. Uh. <laughs> danced to Barbie Girl three times. And we were like, well, what? this is fucking purgatory. Let's leave. Uh, that seems wild to have. Oh, yeah one song on repeat yeah just one woman and me and kronberg and a couple of dock workers you're like what about a different song she's like this is the only song i know how to dance to yeah. i was like <laughs> what about a only... couple of different tits that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> uh there was a the great one? time when me and joey went on the road up to like fuck you know frog stump minnesota <laughs> and listen to this dream team me, Joey Ficken, 
David Melendez, Donnie Townsend, James Doyle. Why? Why five comics? I don't know, because it was <laughs> Iowa. Iowa style is, hey, we have 11 comics opening for you, and after the 10th one, there's an intermission. Um, <laughs> you know, just a total nightmare every show you fucking do in Iowa. But we're in the car, and it's Joey's little fucking terrible, like, Toyota Tourcel. Who made the Tercel? Toyota. Yeah, so it's a Tercel, and four out of the five comics on this show are legally obese. <laughs> you know? Like it was like the Wadmaster generals. It was the fucking, it was the globe shaped trotters. <laughs> Joey's driving. So he doesn't have to succumb to it. Melendez gets permanent shotgun. Cause Joey's his girlfriend. So it's like me in the back straddling. It's Donnie in the middle, riding the wave on me and James Doyle. <laughs> Like Donnie's butt doesn't touch the seat the whole time because he's just like floating on love handle. <laughs> we get to the show and it's uh, I mean, God, and they're all bickering because they're all from Iowa. Um, and jo- you know, and Joey's favorite thing to do was the whole time you would be driving somewhere because we did the road a lot together. God bless him. His whole favorite thing to do would be like, "Oh, I'm worried about my set list," and I'd be like, "Well, let's talk about it." And he's like, "I don't want to." And then like 10 minutes later, I need to figure out my set list, but I'm always driving you assholes around. <laughs> like, all right, well, Joe, you want me to drive? I don't want to. Um, <laughs> you know, 15 minutes goes by. It's like, hey, can we pull over? And he's like, yeah, while well, you guys are shitting and pissing, maybe I'll get some time to work on my fucking set list. It's like, Joey, do you want anything from inside? I don't want to. <laughs> actually, actually, yes. Can you get me six Kit Kats? Um, <laughs> They're back from four, Joey. Yeah. I only so want anyway, every time. And then at the end of the night, he would get on stage after talking about his set list for eight hours, do the exact same fucking set. <laughs> Which he opened with, like, I ate a bunch of cashews the other day, and then I took a dump and I looked at it, and I was like, this shit is nuts. <laughs> so, you know, we did lose one of the great comedic minds. <laughs> <laughs> i just don't know uh, how to feel about joey um <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah we <laughs> becker i told you sam called me saturday was that yesterday it was friday? last night on my drive home or last no it was friday night. night friday night yeah he came up or he was driving from denver back up to fort collins and he called me and we talked for a while and he kept saying i don't know how to feel about joey dying and i was like feel bad what are you talking about like i don't know whether to laugh or cry like yeah. what a confused idiot yeah Do you have a bunch of cough syrup in your beer and then you're like i don't know what feelings to feel yeah <laughs> i just wish there was like a correct way to like you know engage with this so that was a fun bit we were doing. But anyway, we go and do this bad show with four of the fattest men alive and Donnie Townsend. And uh, the car reeks. The seats are broken. The shocks have exploded. The tires are melted. And we come rolling into, you know, uh, White Power, Minnesota. And we do this show. We have nowhere to stay. I'm sure that we split $80 for the gig between the five yeah. of us and Doyle ate half of it. So, uh, <laughs> the change. Yeah. <laughs> the steering wheel's gone. Cause Doyle munched it. So, uh, while I'm on stage, Doyle, I'm like, Doyle fucking talk to these people, find us a place to stay. So he goes and he finds this guy and we go back and he's like, Hey, you know, we get back to his house. He's got a fire pit going. There's a real sense of community and fun. He's got this giant RV trailer and he's like, y'all can stay in here. There's enough room for everyone. 
And then he proceeds to tell us about how he makes sure there's no pedophiles who live in his neighborhood. And he found out that there was a Chimo living down the street and he went to his door with a crossbow and he, you know, showed it to him and said, you better move or you're going to get filled with holes. <laughs> and then he was like, you guys want to see this cool tattoo on my back? And he lifts up his shirt and he's got like amongst all of this, like white supremacist imagery. He has like, you know, an angel like praying like Jesus. And he also has a nine millimeter in his belt. So he just like shows us his gun and his white supremacist tattoos. And he's like, if anyone ever crosses me, I'll kill them. Uh, and we're like, all right, cool. Uh, can we go to bed or whatever? And he's like, yeah, yeah, go in there. But before you do, you guys got to drink all this Goldschlager. So we had to like down a bottle of Goldschlager. And then he just like threw a handful of Percocets in the trailer. And he's like, have some fun. He's like, I want Joey to sleep with me, though. Like, Joey's going to sleep in the house. And we're like, okay. So we took, he took Joey away. And then we just like sat in the trailer and giggled and munched Perks. And that was just one of the many nights out there with Joey Ficken. What did he do with Joey? I don't think he did anything. He was just like, Joey's the skinniest one, so he has to come sleep inside. Okay. What about I don't think Donnie? he did anything to Joey. I thought Don, Donnie was the thin one. Oh, yeah, Donnie was there. I don't know why he took Joey. Maybe because Joey was the uh, most innocent. The whitest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most innocent. Yeah, you know, he's one of God's perfect angels. <laughs> <laughs> James Doyle posted about that and said that when he when the guy lifted his shirt up to show you a, a tattoo, you said, whoa, that's a good tattoo of a gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I had some cool stuff I said. Pretty funny. Yeah. I was speaking of one of uh, God's perfect angels. Speaking of a super spy who was taken too early, um, <laughs> there's a guy in Jackass who's clearly touched. <laughs> And they just got him doing like wild shit. But he's like, you know, he doesn't know where the sun goes at night. This guy, (laughs) his name is Poopies. And he rules. Don't get me wrong. He's brave. He puts his body on the line for my entertainment. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Yeah. You know, don't don't misquote me. But yeah, me and Danny Maupin were watching Poopies. Also, in this movie, dude, it's me. It's Bory. It's Creasy. It's Maupin. You know? Weedem boys. And we're watching the movie, and at one point, Creasy fucking threw up in his mask. What? Yeah, it was some kind of like extreme ball torture, and Creasy barfed. And as he's running out of the theater, we're all like, he puked! And the theater's like, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> It only could have been better if Creasy like stumbled, tripped, his pants fell down, and he landed, you know, in, in the lap of Preston Lacey. His dick and balls come flopping on. Yeah. <laughs> they poke him in the eyes. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Jackass is must watch, people. Yeah. I'll probably wait for it to stream. Dude, just go see it in theaters. No. COVID's over. The hoax is up, brother. <laughs> oh. Free Rogan. Free COVID. <laughs> uh yeah, you and Cummings can go watch it for a second time. Dude, I would love to see it with Dan Cummings. No, Whitney. Oh yeah, Dan, Whitney. Dan Whitney. Dan Whitney Cummings. <laughs> That's a pretty fun before and after. Yeah, but anyway, shout out to Joey Ficken. Uh, I hope Rest you're somewhere pizza. else working on your set list with God. Rest in pizza is what uh, is what I said. 
that you talked over. So I figured we should get a clear, <laughs> we should get a clear, clear audio of that. Nice and clean. There was, there was so many nights where we would crash in some shithole and Joey would drink an entire bottle of whiskey. I mean, we were all drinking whiskey, but Joey loved fucking plastic jug whiskey. And he would wake up to all of us, me, Doyle, the gang, just like pointing at his dick and posing with his dick because he would always like wind up stripping nude in the night because he got so drunk. And he'd just wake up to a bunch of guys like, look at it, you know, like holding it up like a fish, like check it out, <laughs> getting it hard, putting it in our mouths. <laughs> These guys having fun. Um, so like, you know, hopefully Joey wakes up in heaven. It's just like all of his favorite wrestlers just sitting there posing with his dick right. <laughs> That'd be a proper proper send-off for the boy <laughs> yeah we had we did that show in uh bastrop texas oh yeah thanks to joey and that was memorable because we all had fun bombing there was like i didn't know people there none of none of what we had for them was what they wanted they were all belt buckles and big cowboy hats this is before you had a cowboy hat so you weren't able to assimilate you just had to (laughs) stand out and you got laughs by making fun of the town spy (laughs) the guy (laughs) painted one too many barns and ended up with brain damage and you're like oh hey so what's froggy's deal And they're like, oh, Froggy's the dumbest motherfucker around. And you're like, oh, yeah, he does look dumb as hell. And they were like, he knows. And then you just rode that wave after me, Andrew, well, Joey, me, Andrew Polk, J.Y. Cotton, all bombed. And then you got some laughs because you were like, oh, we're making fun of this guy, huh? And then he was like, hell, yeah, they are. (laughs) <laughs> he was in on it yeah i just think it's at some point i just pulled out my keys and shook it for him and he was like oh very good, very good. <laughs> i can't think of what his actual deal was but i remember it being uh the release of some tension from like them not giving a shit about any of the like actual crafted jokes that we had yeah i mean it was literally me just not i won't say making fun of maybe uh you know, making light of or, uh, you know, poking at the foibles of modern society. You were working the room and he, I think he was like loudly leaving or something. And so you blasted him a couple times and everybody loved it. Yeah, they, they were like, yeah, he is legally stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He's dumb as shit, man. Uh-huh. I was like, well, hello, 45 minutes. Nice <laughs> yeah, but when yeah, in doubt, even... you know find the guy with too many chromosomes and talk to him i don't know <laughs> why we were all together because it was for hell yes fest or not hell yes fest altercation, oh, altercation. Fest. there yeah. it is mm-hmm. I, was, I thought maybe i was at the Velveeta room and you guys were doing some shows no remember that was the festival where we went there uh and that we were staying in that parking lot behind the coffee shop where the entire festival was and despite headlining, I got paid like $75. It was the first year, you know, who Punk knows? rock, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we went to that strip club for lunch. Have I told the story on the pod before? I don't think so. It's us. I don't want to say who all was there, but Chris Pierce was there. You know, Polk was there. Me, you. There was like 11 of us. And they had some kind of like all-you-can-eat chicken tender lunch. And there was, again, there was like two strippers in there. And while we're munching, you know, just like a world of honey mustards and ranches and, you know. <laughs> Chris Pierce carbo loading before he goes and flips a tire. Um, <laughs> it was 
uh, this, this lady walks over and she's like, I'll suck all your dicks for $80. And we're oh, like, God. or no, I'll suck all your dicks for a hundred bucks. And we're like, Oh, well, ma'am, you know, I just ate and uh, he's married, <laughs> you know, we're all just trying to deflect like, well, I think that's very nice of you. And look at you. You're lovely. I love your eye patch. And <laughs> while we're having this, um, another Iowa comedian comes up and he says, I can only get $80 out of the machine <laughs> <laughs> holding up four twenties and then him and, uh, you know, a certain Pelicans fan went and, uh, had some fun with this, uh, this very tired day shift stripper. Whoa. Yep. I was not a part of that because Megan came with me down to, uh, that festival. We made a trip out of it. Oh, so I do remember we ate outside with Chris Pierce and like a crew. And I was like, I thought Chris Pierce was a total poser. <laughs> I thought he was just some load. <laughs> Turns out he's like the realest dude of all time. But when yeah. I saw him, I was like, oh, cool. You like metal, huh? I couldn't tell from all your fucking denim jacket patches. Yeah. But and then he yeah. bench pressed you. He could have killed me if he would have yeah. known if he would have known my thoughts. If I would have tried to like, <laughs> if I figured, oh, you have my back, you know, so I'll uh, make fun of his front and he, <laughs> I could have made a grave mistake. <laughs> yeah, that was when we first met Buddy, too. It was Chris bought Buddy along to, you know, bite the heads off of any chickens that got close enough to him. And uh, that was the first time we ever chilled with Buddy and Chris. And I just remember like they did not like Erdman. So they kept being like. Erdman, I'm going to fuck you up. And Erdman would laugh and Buddy would be like, I'm fucking serious. Get out of my fucking hotel room. And he'd be like, you guys. And then, you know, they fucking used him like one of those old timey train cars that you got to pump up and up and, you know, one of these things. Yeah. What am I? What are they called? I don't know. Uh, I know. Hold on. All right. Rickshaw. No, not a rickshaw. Not rickshaw automotive. That's what they're called. No. Anyway. All right. Kind of petered out because I couldn't think of the great end of that riff. But uh, shout out, Chris. Shout out, Buddy. Shout out, Erdman. But of course, shout out up there. Telling God a pun. Joey (laughs) Robert Ficken. Uh, All jokes aside, you and I shared a lot of times when I didn't have much. And we shared what we had. And uh, I love you, Buddy. And I'm sorry I didn't see you the last couple years due to COVID. But um, yeah, you went everywhere except for uh, Austin to see your friend. Right. Yeah. Specifically to avoid Joey. But, uh, (laughs) you know, besides that, my heart goes out to the family. I'm sure they don't listen. (laughs) Big big chubby behemoth fans. Yeah. The faking family. Well, dude, I mean, I got a message from his ex-girlfriend's friend who reached out to me on facebook and was like hi uh what's her name doesn't have facebook but she wanted me to reach out to joey's closest friends to tell uh them that he passed away and i said just to be clear joey ficken passed away and she was like oh yeah yeah uh, i wanted to make sure that i'm sorry i didn't clarify and it's like huh closest friends eh <laughs> I made the cut. I mean, Joe, what was I saved in his in his phone? What am I like? Best friend, Sam Talent, call in case of emergency. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. E. Yeah, Sam Talent. <laughs> yeah, and then meanwhile, he saved in my phone as 
Booker, Ames, question mark, <laughs> Joey, end parentheses, you know? No, I'm kidding. But uh, I miss You're you. You're around. But yeah, there's something special about... It is dumb to go travel and not make any money, but there is something about it that's that's pure, like you said, to just go and do shows and, you know, f- even if you're wrong to feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Cause no, just stay home and get good. And then eventually you'll get decent gigs. But the other way, there's something about going and doing those shows and just being willing to just say, fuck it, you know, and figure shit out, whatever. And uh, yeah, that was a big part of our God, just so long ago. And I mean, I wouldn't ago. have, I wouldn't have done those awful gigs. It wasn't so much fun to hang out with Joey Melendez. So you could still, yeah, you could still have a good time. You could figure shit out. You could, uh, as long as you weren't alone like that, those are the true psychos are the ones that just do it all by themselves. Yep. But yeah. There's a lot of camaraderie in getting into a car and a lot of camaraderie and a lot of cum robbery. Cause we would jerk <laughs> off Joey till he came in his blackout states. <laughs> as empty as this. Yep. And we'd put it on his face and say, wake up Kabuki girl. So, uh, Joey, hopefully they can uh, find a grave big enough to fit your body, and we'll... <laughs> he's gonna need a casket for his head and then a yeah, casket God. for the rest of them. A fucking head, dude. Jeez, a hell of a head. Yeah, hell funny of a guy. Friend. Loved comedy and uh, did a lot for Western Iowa comedy. So brought Donnie Townsend into my life. Oh, he—he's the reason I have that wrestling robe. When we yeah. were doing, yeah. when we were hanging out for that festival, mm-hmm. I wanted to cut a promo on Andy Sell's ass, and then a guy that was hanging out was like, Jer hey, Dog. huh?" His name was Jer Dog. Jer Dog. The Road how Dog. How could I forget? Yeah, uh, he had a, he had that robe in his trunk. He was like, "My wife's gonna kill me if I don't get rid of this thing." <laughs> it was like splitting their marriage apart. Yeah, and he so he gave it to me, and I have cherished it. So, so really, it's not Joey had nothing to do with it. Thank you, Jair Dog. <laughs> Jair Dog was the real hero. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jair Dog, wherever you are, uh, <laughs> probably in heaven with Joey. I don't think I said anything last time, so I want to say now that uh, I got shows. I'm gonna be at the Aggie with Todd Berry and the Oriental, Fort Collins in Denver. February 18th and 19th. What do you got coming up? Oh, yeah. You've already plugged the shit out of your. I'll do it again, though. Illinois yeah, I, shows. You, I, Illin, you're being Illin, annoying right now with your Illinois shows. Yeah. I mean, I'm about to make some Illinois with my Illa boys. <laughs> City Winery, February 16th. Get tickets. Uh, we Hopefully, we can add a second show because they're moving very well. Uh, what? Thursday, February 17th. Wake Brewing in Rock Island, Illinois. Come out Quad City Creepers. February 18th, Bloomington, Illinois at the Night Shop. Tickets are moving nicely for that, despite me not knowing where it is on a map or ever hearing about it before I was booked for it. Peoria, Illinois, the Juke Box Comedy Club, legendary hangout. Um, Doug Stanhope approved. And the 20th, going back to South Bend, Fighting Irish at the South Bend, the Drop Comedy Club. Let's go. Donnie Townsend's on all those dates. Chris Higgins is opening for me in Chicago. Shout out Higgins. Go check out his debut comedy album. Um, Colorado, I'm coming up to the mountains, the 25th and 26th. Love y'all. What mountains? What's up? What mountains? 
Uh, well, not the Sangre de Criscos, so you won't give a shit. But uh, the good I'm, ones. I'm at the Warren Center for the Arts. Uh, in Keystone. Is that in Keystone? Keystone? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm there in Keystone. And then uh, the 26th, I am... Let me find this lady's... Are you opening for D-Rod? No, that's next. That's March. Yeah, I'm opening for D-Rod. I was supposed to, and then I canceled. Because for shows that got canceled with you. I could have been opening for D-Rod if it weren't for you. If I weren't following you around. God, you would have to have taken your own life. And then I'm at Devil's Craft in Winter Park on February 26th. So come out there, y'all. Call your loved ones. Call your friends. Who knows? Uh, I mean, if, especially if they're on dialysis. It's right there in the name, dialysis. So, um, Who, Who's opening for you in, in Keystone? I don't know. Mm, probably Vinny Montez. Yeah, probably Back Vinny. the blue, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get buried by Vinny. Just like Joey got buried by his loved ones. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs>